Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Well, joining us now is Annabella Lewin, who is the singer in that song, and she came to international prominence at an extremely young age, causing a lot of consternation of her own mom, who felt that she was being sexually exploited for nude photos, and she's had quite a journey since then, and those of us who remember the 80s extremely well remember that song and many others by our next guest, Annabella Lewin, who's actually coming to the Wall Street Theater this week for a performance and with her group Bow Wow Wow. And Annabella, welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show today. Hello. How are you? Good morning on Valentine's Day. Hey, hey good morning. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I love that. Thank you. How are you doing, Lisa? How are you doing, people? You know, Good. I was wondering what kind of lovely lilt I would hear in your speaking <laughs> voice, given your life in England and being born in, oh. you know, Burma now, Myanmar, and Myanmar. Yes, yes. I'm a I'm a Rangoon baby. It was called Burma when I was born there, but um, yeah, many moons ago that was now. And where do you make your life now? Well, I'm currently based out of Los Angeles, so, um, you know, the music called me over across the pond many times. So after my mother passed away, um, I had to make a decision, and I made the decision to come over here um, full-time, as opposed to flying over just for an engagement here and there. And of course, you know, I fell in love with Venice Beach and the States when I was 14, singing that song on the beach. Um, we did two day shoot, one in uh, the desert and in Death Valley, and then we did um, a shoot in Venice on Venice Beach. So that song holds many memories for me. So that song and this burst to fame, you were so young, you were discovered by a lot of punkish, rockish uh people in a society that a lot of people, I think including your own mom, thought would be unsuitable for you. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, who you were as a risk taker, as a human being at that young teenage age that you went out and did all of this? No, I won't. 
You don't want to discuss it, huh? You don't want to talk about it. I can tell you something. I certainly haven't had as many accomplishments as, as you have, Lisa. I understand oh. you've won many accolades. So congratulations oh. on your amazing oh. success oh. and all that you do for young people through um, the sciences. I think it's absolutely wonderful. I had a quick scoop on you, so I hope that was okay. But oh. for listeners, um, boring old me, Annabella Loon of Bow Wow. I'm just the lead singer that was a girl in the 80s. That used to work in a in a in a in a in a, in a, in a dry cleaning establishment, and uh, one day I was asked if I would audition for a band, and I used to sing along to the radio, so that's where the beginnings began. And after that, the rest was just a health skelter ride. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. after what forty years now, I think it is wow. roughly, but obviously, you know, one does. Um, other things in life to keep moving forward and uh, I find myself singing that wonderful song that uh, was produced by Kenny Laguna and Richie Cordell and um, I don't know if anyone's familiar with the strange loves from the 60s I don't know if your listeners are millennials or not but uh, they were an amazing group of songwriters and I was privileged to meet uh, one of the songwriters of that song um, and I have to be honest, if you can keep writing songs like that, then then what, what else is there to say about the face of music? I mean, that's just incredible to keep a song that old alive. And I'm old as well, so <laughs> let's just hope that the uh, audiences that we get at the Wall Street Theatre on March the 4th um, appreciate that. Um, we're also doing a show... Um, with you know, Flock of Seagulls, of course, are, are the the main the main group on that stage on March the fourth at uh, 71 Wall Street, Norwalk. But um, there's also an amazing uh, group called Strange Love, the Depeche Mode Experience, who are who are also performing. So uh, Annabella's Bow Wow are joining them, and uh, we're doing a show the day before uh, for any of your listeners across the pond. Um, I understand it's across the Hudson River, so I hope that's correct. Debonair oh, that's... Music Hall on March the 3rd. Which Music Hall? We'll Where? A little... Where? Debonair Music Hall on March the 3rd is think, a little that show place. that we'll be doing okay. with some groups, Kingston and Grey Star and Forget the Whale. Um, so we'll be singing that song yes. um, on the 3rd of March, uh, but I'll be doing the... the uh, the, the main stage on that on that night. So hopefully we'll get a few folks down there too before the big show the next day. It's a it's such a different world that music is transformed into now, Annabella, isn't it? I mean, it is, yeah. yesterday I was interviewing a young man. He's not that young. He's in his forties, and um, he's only been doing music for three years. Uh, because he had this other life, you know, this business life. But he decided that he would learn and really had an affinity for music. Anyway, he does something with a band, and they put it on YouTube, and they do a little bit of very cool digital graphic animation stuff. And, you know, all of a sudden, 240,000 people are knowing about it. When you came out in the music business... Was it very tightly controlled by just a few people who distributed music to people, or did you feel like there was a way to break out other than that? I'm just curious when you think about the business. Well, I started off in the old school of going into a rehearsal room and rehearsing songs that you'd written, and it started out just with you know a bunch of people working very hard to make songs happen. 
Um, I don't know what people do in this day and age, but I've continued the same kind of ethic as I've always, you know, maintained as a songwriter because I started writing songs quite late, actually, when I was 17. Um, after, very late, very late. Yeah, yeah 17. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. I'm teasing you. Know, you. Very late. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teasing. 17 is still pretty early, Annabella. Well, it's still it, pretty it was, good. It was kind of oldish for me because I'd been singing since I was 14. So when I started writing at 17, it's been, uh, you know, it's it takes many. It, I mean, I personally think that it's an experience that one either can, you know, go through learning as they go along. And it's never something that you can quite master. It's an art to writing a good song. And it's not just because you play an instrument that you are automatically a songwriter. You know, it comes from knowing um, what you want to say and how you want to say it. And thankfully, I was a singer. So being a songwriter became, you know, was a natural next step for me. So when I sang, you know, uh, I, I want candy, I honestly didn't know that that was me singing after I first heard it because um, I actually couldn't believe that was my voice. Um, so I'm very grateful to Kenny Laguna and Richie Cordell for producing that, that wonderful song that's always such a pleasure to perform. But um, the other songs like, you know, Do You Want to Hold Me? Oh, yeah, which is another song that uh, we did. And uh, when I sat down and wrote the songs, for our last album, When the Going Gets Tough, The Tough Get Going, which was a tribute to, um, obviously, the late John Belushi, who used to come to our shows back wow, in the day. how um, fun. How great. He, yeah, he was he was a lovely chap. He used to come backstage and hang with the band. And we uh, dedicated that to him, actually. And, of course, he, he passed away not, not many years after. So it's nice to be remembered, is all I ever say to my fans. It's really nice if they remember you know, who you are and when they come along and tell you their stories about where they saw you and if it brought people together and, and the smiles and the happiness. And that's kind of really why I uh, went back to to doing music full time. Uh, you mentioned this young man who's been doing it a few years. I don't think it really matters how long you've been doing it. You either do it um, for the right reasons or you do it for the wrong reasons. And I'm sure most of us know those that are doing it for the wrong reasons. Um, when we hear and see them. But from my point of view and perspective, back in the day, we we didn't really have people holding our hand. You know, we either just, you know, like Malcolm McLaren once told me, use your imagination and, you know, jump in the deep end. You've got to learn to sink or swim, you know. <laughs> um, so it was one of those experiences that taught me a lot, let's put it that way, in that very short lifespan of that band um, for three and a half years. And then... Sadly, our guitar player passed away in 1995. Oh. Um, yeah, which was after after they sort of went another way to do something else musically. And uh, I was already signed to a, a record label who didn't have a clue what to do with a 17-year-old um, half-Burmese English girl. So <laughs> kind of, you know, um, had to make some decisions again at that particular age. And that's when I disappeared for a bit, I guess. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. We're chatting with yeah. Annabella Lewin, who's going to be March 4th at the Wall Street Theater, which, by the way, is a really beautiful theater. It's um, yes, From it the is, outside, yeah. it's deceptive. It's one of these things that you just walk through a doorway on a main street in Norwalk. But when you go well, inside... What's the like there at the yeah, moment? Yeah. You're but, in Brid- Bridport. Are you in Bridport, Connecticut, your radio station? Our radio WICC? station is. Why? Have you been to the Klein? The Klein is like that, too. It's like a little no, mini no, radio I just, city. I just uh, was yeah. curious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the stick is out of Bridgeport. Our studio is in Milford, and the listening area is... Is, is everywhere. I mean, it's AM Wonderful. 600. It goes everywhere. Well, I hope to hear. I hope to see some of your listeners on March the 3rd also at Debenair Music Hall. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. So, um, and so, Annabella, uh, you know what I, went, I wanted to ask you? I know you don't want to talk about your real past past. That's fine. But I was curious about something. One of your contemporaries, maybe not in age, but certainly in sound and in pop music was Madonna. And, uh, Madonna recently was in the news this week because of, I guess, the way her face appeared on an award show or something. Somebody saw her on something. I missed it myself. But she got so much crap for um, what was obviously some plastic surgery or some procedures or whatever it is, that smooth baby look that she's whatever. And I just want to know what your own reflections are as somebody who's been an entertainer, uh, for a long time, we all are getting old. We all have to. It's part of the beauty of life, frankly. What's the alternative? So I just was wondering if you had any sort of thoughts about that. Just thoughts about Madonna and the kind of nastiness that's been leveled on her and the judgment that's been leveled on her. What do you think about that? Well, first off, I think in the entertainment industry, it's the nature of the beast to be criticized. Um, I get criticized all the time, you know, and I've not um, gone into that arena of um, nips and tucks at the moment. Um, who knows? But um, at some point in the future, I hope to God, I've, I've never, it never crossed my mind, but regarding people who are, who've been um, in the industry for many, many years and proved that they are artists that um, are deserved of their fame. I really feel that um, a lot of the time when people look at us um, from outside the bubble, it can be a little disconcerting that they make all these judgments based on something they just see for a few seconds on a television screen for three and a half minutes or whatever, you know, because at the end of the day, we're just... We're just people who um, are the same as everybody else, but we just happen to be in the public eye. Um, and I think that's one of the, the downfalls, actually, of the business, um, because people you know, expect you to be available 24-7 to do things 24-7. And I know a lot of other artists and um, movie stars have, have commented on it. It can be very difficult to, to deal with the persona of, publicity and then you know trying to maintain privacy because people think that we're exhibitionists i mean for sure people like myself being in front of a band as opposed to playing the drums they automatically assume that i'm 
you know, um, I think I'm all that, you know, and I'm like, I don't think so. I just love singing. I love singing from a very young age. So that's why, you know, I, I carried on and, and we've gone different pathways. And as a Buddhist, because I'm, I'm practicing Buddhist, I believe that everyone, you know, everyone who thinks there's something better than anybody else should come down a rung or two because uh, they say it's tough at the top, harder at the bottom. Um, certainly as an independent artist, it's a lot more difficult than if you're signed to a corporation. Um, but I do know that it's really, really wonderful from from my perspective as an independent artist to see people smiling and still enjoying the music. And yeah. At the end of the day, that's really what it's all about. It doesn't matter what um, naysayers say or whatever. You know, yes. there's always going to be someone with an opinion and um, giving the wrong information out about someone they don't know. You know, that's that's going to be that's a a given as as they say in my world. But you know, we really appreciate being told how much our work means to people, yeah. what we've... It's true. Well, I mean, as I say, you've accomplished, as far as I'm concerned, someone like yourself, far more than someone like me. I'm just a singer-songwriter, performer that just loved music from a very young age, and I just love love writing and singing and performing, and I'm working on something else as well, you know. So who knows? My life may not always be in front of the camera, but... Um, because I, I know stuff, you know, a little bit behind the scenes. I, I like the idea of creating. I like creating stuff. And that's where I found my path as well as a creator when I started writing at the age of 17, which is why I mentioned that. Because it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. You either you can either do it or you can't. And I think, like I said before, too, many of us know those that can and those that can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it really is... Um, it's just, you know, you have to just take take it like with a pinch of salt or a grain of salt. Well, I'm glad that you're going to be coming to Connecticut and New York. Uh, and uh, I think you're going to get a very enthusiastic, happy crowd. Um, and uh, thank you very much for letting us get to know you a little bit, Annabelle. Thank you Lloyd. very much, Lisa. And, Pleasure, um, really. And congratulations on all of your endeavors and what you've been doing. It's It's wonderful. Um, as an animal advocate and a vegan, I would just like to say anyone that supports good causes, which I think all of us who have platforms, it's always a great thing to do. And if I'm asked to do things like that, I haven't had many invitations lately, but um, if you go to AnnabelleLewin.com, you'll <laughs> check okay. out some of the things I've done That's over beautiful. the years. Not that much. Um, working on it, as always, every day in my own small way. Well, um, that's what we're all trying to do. Some... I always say yeah. I'm just trying to move the needle a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, move well, happy Valentine's bit. Day. Happy Valentine's Day now I know. Now I know a girl is tough but sweet. Oh. <laughs> yes. My name's Lisa Wexler, I hope you get a great big tree from your husband and your children, whoever they are today. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, Annabella. Annabella Lewin on the Lisa Wexler Show. Don't miss, don't miss her on March 4th at the Wall Street Theater in Norwalk. We'll be right back. And Debenham Music Hall on March 3rd. And Debenham <laughs> Music Hall on March 3rd. Don't miss it. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. 
To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com. 